Hello, are Lou. How are you? I'm pretty good. Hello, Ryan. How are you? I hope this isn't how we're starting the show. <laughs> no. Bob's just, he's getting his bad intro jokes out of the way. I'm a zombie! I've been bitten! You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp headquarters here in wonderful New Hampshire, where the weather is cold and dreadful, and I guess we're expecting a few more inches, and so are the zombies. <sighs> I am your host, Bob Fournier, and joining me as always, my roundtable of survivors, underground in a secure location to the even further north, the busy zombie lord himself, Lou Page. I saw Zombie George Washington on TV tonight. <laughs> really? Yes. What was he doing? He was helping uh, save the world from uh, demons. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. I'm not even kidding. I'm being serious. Have you guys watched the show Sleepy Hollow on no. Fox? I've heard no. good things. I, I was watching it, and then all of a sudden, there's an episode. To it. This was their season finale, and they resurrect a, a George Washington zombie. And I was like, and he t- gives them a map, and I was like, yes. Wait, isn't that show supposed to be serious? Yes. Okay. It's not serious about that. Was George Washington the zombie, the third serious? Yes. Was he a zombie, though, or was he just, like, he was just a reanimated person? They refer to him as Zombie George Washington. Is that a... Weird. That's really weird. I thought that show was super serious. It is. I mean, I guess it is still a a guy coming back from the dead, and there's a a headless horseman, right? Yes. All right. Well, that... Not serious at all. This soft and sultry voice that you hear can only be one person, the confused... As always, Ryan Murphy. <laughs> That's not fair. That title only applies because this is the one time I was actually confused. <laughs> so and now it's going to stick. I started it this way is I knew it would confuse you both. Kind of uh, threw me off <laughs> for a loop. <laughs> so why isn't Bob the always confused? I played it off much Because he's the host and he gets to pick the titles. Wow. I have the buttons. I, I'll, I'll play him. You could create fire extinguisher nunchucks. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think I have people on my side that fire extinguisher nunchucks would be great because they are heavy enough when empty that they could still do some damage. I think you're right. And speaking of which, people being on our sides and picking sides and choosing sides, we had so much fun last episode discussing survival tactics that we're going to go into a few more later on uh, in this episode and talk about what you should bring with you or what you need in order to survive the zombie apocalypse. But first, very first, we have zombie news to talk about. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Things back to the way they used to be. I see trouble on the way. It's not going to be easy. 
We're not too far gone. We're survivors. They are survivors. They are the cast of The Walking Dead. And I got goosebumps watching that trailer. I cannot wait for February 9th. Oh, man. I am very eager for this to start. Oh, Walking Dead, why do you do this to us? And this, the thing is, too, is we only get a couple lines from Rick. We mm-hmm. still really don't know what the plot of the rest of the season is going right. to be at all. All well, we know is everyone's separated, and they don't look happy about it. Yeah, that's all we know. Can which I is just what mention, we were expecting. So. It, yeah, exactly. Like I think the beauty of season four and the beauty of Zombies Ate My Podcast and what we're doing for our last week's topic and this week's and for the foreseeable future is that we're focusing on survival and it's not a mistake that we are because the walking dead show which i would say is the cornerstone of this podcast is also going to be focusing on survival because they are without shelter they are without food and they have limited weapons and ammo they spent most of them shooting at that tank do you remember that tank i do i i believe the conversation went you got a tank i do i have a tank what else is there to talk about I could shoot you all. I have a tank. Like I said. You got a tank. But we'll win and you'll be dead. I have a tank. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot that was long. <laughs> yeah. <my laughs> but uh, out of context. But. the real takeaway from this trailer calls back to, I don't know, around this time last year when there was another trailer that uh, really captured the Zombies Ate My Podcast crew. And that was the moody cover song for the Dead Space 3 soundtrack, which was... Uh, in the air tonight, I guess. Bill Collins or something. Yeah, and then this one's a moody cover of Bad Moon Rising, which, gotta say, fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. It's, um, it was pretty good. And it, like I said, the music does a good job of giving you the uh, the chills up and down when you see the characters and what they're going through. But um, I, I am uh, really excited about it. Yeah, so uh, February 9th, I will be in Mexico for that episode, so... You won't hear my thoughts until next week, uh, until the week after, but I'm sure someone will be here to take my place. Now, I want to give you homework, Ryan. Uh-oh. In Mexico? You're going to, you're going to Mexico. I want you, when you come back, mm-hmm. to give us the rundown of how you would survive where you were trapped in Mexico. So Uh-oh. I would be trapped at a five-star resort. Uh, exactly. So like I Dead Island. Your- I want to hear your battle plan and your escape plan when you get back. Now, do you want, like, hmm. Now, do you, do this is sort of related to that and and sort of like the bug out bag theory. Now, if you were traveling and worried that the zombie apocalypse would hit while you're away from home, would you pack a travel, a, a bug out bag in your travel bag to your destination? Or do you just go and hope for the best? I can improvise. I hear music. Uh, that's me. <laughs> Are you yeah. just waiting for a lull? You remember this? Oh, yeah. That's what you were talking about, right? Oh, yeah. Um, sorry. Sorry, we were really time. into that. That trailer, I, it, it had me man. singing. It was good. So I, I agree with Lou. I feel like uh, improvising. You can always find stuff. You can find a bag to use for for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just in case scenario, I don't think you really need... Unless the zombie outbreak has already happened, you don't need to pack a bug-out bag wherever you go. Yeah. That's what it's called, right? That's what you call it, a bug-out bag? I call it, well, a bug-out bag is that you have it like the door. And it's not really relate, It's not really you know limited to a zombie apocalypse. It can also be something that you would need if, say, your wife was on the verge of going into labor 
it'd be handy to have a bug out bag at the door. You probably wouldn't need your machete for that. You'd probably <laughs> you only know, need. Man. <laughs> well, you never know. The umbilical cord could be made of like iron, but uh... <laughs> wrong wrong direction. <laughs> You're giving me ideas, guys. Oh, <laughs> come on. So I I would say I'm with Lou. You you improvise when it happens, but I mean mm-hmm. you also. Do not bring a machete with you. Machete. <laughs> they wouldn't let you into the hospital, first of all. Yeah, you got a point. I don't know. I'm, I. It's interesting you talk about this now because I really feel like the the bag is such a, a quintessential tool for any any part of survival. But no, not unless there's already an outbreak of something. You don't need to. You don't need to bring it with you everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm getting at. I usually when I travel. I don't pack a bug out bag or anything like that. I, I may be crazy, but I'm not that crazy. Um, <laughs> so you have I a bug used, out bag is what you're saying. You just don't bring whenever, it with you. But whenever I do travel, I do have a tendency to carry a overstuffed backpack full of junk. Like extra stuff that I may need or may not need. And usually the backpack ends up coming in handy when I'm on vacation. So it's like I've already got the start of it should something go wrong. Well, you never know when you're going to need that uh, that machete or those three <laughs> extra bottles of water. Yeah, absolutely. Or the beer bottles; those come in handy too. Or the fire. Well, you know what? Let's let's, let's get this show back on track here. Sorry. And yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about something else going on in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some news for the spinoff series. And the news is well, news. Th- there is no news. There's no news. <laughs> it's still in development. So they're nowhere near doing it. And the only good thing about this is when they were talking about it. Um, they had a uh, little interview, and they said Robert Kirkman's still writing the comic books, and he's still really intertwined with season four of The Walking Dead. So he's not—they're not really pulling him away from that to write this spinoff, which I think is really good news for all of us because we know that he's going to be really working with this second half of this season. We mm-hmm. don't have to worry about him focusing all of his attention elsewhere. So we should still be getting some great story uh, story writing and whatnot. Well, I feel like. I I'm gonna put put a prediction out there. I feel like the spinoff will basically be AMC's answer to having Walking Dead on all year long. So we're gonna see summer of 2015. You know the premiere of the spinoff. I'm sure in season five of The Walking Dead, we're gonna see some sort of backdoor pilot where the, some of the characters are introduced and then branched off. I mean that was our theory with with Carol, but. Uh, as Brian had pointed out on the show, that you know Carol's too important to just spin off. Uh, but right. I think it's it, reading these quotes are very are very calming because I know a lot of us, not necessarily myself, but a lot of us on the show, were a little worried that the spin off would just be a cash grab. But it sounds like they're definitely interested in sticking with the original. Uh, primary goal that Kirkman had in setting out to build this world so that's good but also trying to do something different from the main show like they're not just doing the same thing um but yeah no idea of what they're doing it sounds like they are still like drawing a word bubble map to kind of figure out what's going to be in it like we won't see news until comic-con in the, the probably this summer if if anything yeah i mean we we don't necessarily need it right now, anyway. The Walking Dead is taking taking enough of that for no. us. The yeah. series. So I just I just want to say this. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we get Walking Dead Canada, and then we can say, Ryan, look, it's in your backyard now. You know what? Find a- I I 
I just want I don't care where it is as long as it's not in the states. Or wait, I don't want it in the states. Sorry, I get confused when I start doing that. But I just don't want it in the states because I think we're getting that with Georgia. Even though all the characters are played by British actors, it'd be great to have one set in the UK, but they're all played by American actors. You know, like you have Robert Downey Jr. in there with his awful British accent. No, that'd be bad. Don't do that. But all I'm saying is that it would be really nice to have it elsewhere, and I'm glad you suggested Canada. That'd be great, but I still think it's – I think with Canada, they could play with the winter theme. I'd also really like to see a Walking Dead set in a country or a state or wherever as long as there's a winter aspect because I think that season is really interesting when it comes to survival, and it really right. would test people. Um but yeah, we won't see anything till the summer, which is like Bob said, perfect because we are already busy with Walking Dead until at least yeah. the summer. And then even until then, you know what I could use a lot more of? Uh, Walk Walking Dead pranks. <laughs> so more Walking Dead is basically what you're saying. Yeah. So do you guys remember a little while ago when we had that um the guy that was all over the place on YouTube because he was scaring people, the guy born with was it Hanhart syndrome, where he had one arm and no legs? Yeah. Right. Uh, Nick, what is it? Santanasitu? San Santanasitasso. I think yeah. I had trouble with this last time. So we, we watched the YouTube videos. The last time. <laughs> and uh, he was going around scaring people in public places, acting like a zombie, just crawling around. <laughs> well, The Walking Dead, they brought him out there to where they're filming. And this is like got to be such a cool experience for this kid to be like a YouTube sensation going all the way out there. He met uh, Greg Nicotaro, who did all of his zombie makeup for him. He met... Um, Grimy Grimes there. Uh, what's his real name? Andrew Lincoln. <laughs> Grimy Grimes. <clears throat> who pretty much set up the whole thing, and he punked Norman Reedus, <laughs> who looked generally very frightened. He, well, instantly he was afraid, then I think his his brain caught up with him and was like, <laughs> oh, wait, never if, mind. If you, if you watch the after points of the video, they watch the video, and he tells the kid that basically when, like, Ten huh. seconds after the, he showed up, he realized, I've seen your videos on YouTube and it dawned on me who you <laughs> yeah. were. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was such a cool, it was such a cool um, interaction between all of them. And it must be really cool for him, too, to be able to use what he's doing for fun to kind of get him to that next celebrity level, too. And uh, not only that, but that's going to be such an experience, you know, hanging out with Andrew Lincoln and then getting to scare Daryl himself. Well, the thing, too, is is he was there and on set. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a cameo. Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be great? I think it would be awesome for him. But that was funny. You guys should check out the uh, the videos all over the place now, but it's definitely on YouTube. And he, he gets – I mean, you hear Daryl scream, which I thought was hilarious. He just – ah! <laughs> and then realizes, wait a minute. <laughs> I know you. Yeah, he, shared, he even admits to sharing his – like, I sent you out to the world. I shared your video. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally unretweeting that. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, this is stupid. I love it, though. That was good. They should do that more often. Yeah. All right. And and the last little bit of news this week, we're going to talk about a little video game called DayZ. And by little, I mean it's not so little anymore. Ryan, mm. how about them DayZ sales? So I guess in four weeks – Daisy has sold 1 million copies, which is crazy because it is clearly an early access game and it is clearly labeled as this is early alpha. Uh, please, please do not buy this unless you're going to be helping with development. Um, 
none none of us have Daisy. Is that correct, Lou? I've played it. I'm you, probably going to be picking I've, it up. Though. I played the mod mm-hmm. briefly. It's not my kind of game. Okay. I played the standalone. Um, oh, so you own is, the standalone Daisy? I don't own it. I played someone else's. Oh, right, right. Um, but it, it's definitely my kind of game, and even though it's in early alpha, it still runs pretty well. And I think I'm going to pay the 34 for A because once it's finished, you never know the price that it's going to be. True. Um, and then B, I really want to help this guy out because he's taken something that he's been working on forever and uh, really kind of give my feedback and when I can. Usually I'm not that kind of guy. Like I never give feedback, and I really should when I get into these betas. You know, mm-hmm. like I had a Hearthstone beta for a while, and Blizzard kept sending me emails like, well, "What do you think? Can you take this survey?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll get around to it." <laughs> Well, okay. First of all, those surveys are always super long. Not to mention, I'm not allowed to mention the MMO, but there was definitely a survey, and it's like, this will take a couple minutes to complete. It's like 20 pages with a bunch of radio buttons and reading, and if you want someone's feedback, here's a little bit of lesson to everybody who's writing surveys. Two pages, very quick, very dirty. You should be able to get the information you need in two pages. 20 pages is not acceptable, (laughs) you know? Um... But I digress. Daisy, I don't. I've never played. I don't own it. But my favorite thing to do lately is to watch the videos that like Kotaku uh, posts and Joystick posts because they're usually like the. This is the crazy thing that happened in Daisy this week, and it's like some yeah. dude coming in and saying like, "Oh, you know," and he gets caught with a gun. And I'm like, "Oh crap!" And there's like stories of like people telling them to like take their pants off and leave their canned fruit in the corner and turn around three times, like. People will do anything just to survive in this game. Like, is there permadeath? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, they're from I, I didn't die in the standalone one, and I never asked the person. I only played for just a little bit of time. Um, I remember in the other version, if you died, if you made it back to your corpse in time, you you had a chance of getting all your stuff back. Um, it is kind of a permanent death, though. So if someone kills you, they're probably going to loot your stuff. Did you see the video that was associated with this article? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, there's, um... But it's got the P word in it. That's got to be good. (laughs) Well, it pretty much goes to show you how Daisy the community can be. There, like, one group of bandits rolls up on, you know, a couple people with no, real no significant weapons, and they make the two guys in yellow coats drop their fire axes and fight to the death because only one person can wear a yellow coat. So you kind of get that going on, (laughs) which is funny when you're watching it. But at the same time, if that happens to you, it's not funny, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> just kill me, <laughs> that kind of thing. But um, it, was, it was fun to watch. <laughs> There's a lot of videos like that that are that are kind of funny to watch. But They're I don't funny know. Funny to watch, but I can't imagine playing it because it just sounds too stressful to me. No, it's stressful. <laughs> it's, people take that game seriously. <laughs> oh man. So well, good on them, and good on this guy for really getting this game to where it should be and really hopefully making it something, you know, something for everyone to play pretty soon. Um, but a million in four weeks, that's a pretty good start, I'd say. A very good start, especially I for something I think it helps that they launched during a Steam sale. And it's featured on Steam still. I mean, yep. that that really is. Good good guy, Steam, you know, always looking out for those guys and really helping him. I'm sure that really helps boost your sales when you're on a featured page like that, whether you're on sale or not. But speaking of Daisy survival, I think it's about time to get into what we're going to be talking about mm. for the rest of the show. Zombie topic of the week. 
if you want to survive for as long as you can, uh, even forever and ever, you're going to need a few things. Last episode, we talked about some things that people talk about that maybe aren't so great. I think in this week's episode, we're all going to agree pretty much on what you do need in order to survive and what you should bring with you. Right. Lou Page, let's start with you. We're looking at building a zombie survival kit. What do you think? Well, I think I'm going to need water. I'm going to need some form of food. Change of clothes. <laughs> Is he, it sounds like he's just pulling stuff out of his bag he has beside yeah, him. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like he's like, <laughs> All right, I got a change of clothes. I got a power bar. I got... Uh... No, no, but I think that there's other things I think people are going to take for granted, like soap. I, I, well, whenever I, I look really... at these lists, I never see soap. Never. You, know, you got a point. Well, you know, let's go through. There's one article here that mm-hmm. talks about it, and they have your basic, you know, you need a, a good weapon. Okay, yep, yeah, that makes sense, and you need some ammo. Um, they say backpack, which I believe we talked about a little bit earlier, so we'll get into that afterwards. But um, a sleeping bag, which seems kind of necessary to me. Um, yep. You want some place to sleep. And it's light enough that you can carry it around on top of your backpack. Or you have one of those backpacks where it straps to the top, that kind of thing. Earplugs, I don't really agree with. Well, I don't know about you guys. If you go through this list, okay, and you start adding up the weight allowance of mm-hmm. what this guy's got listed here, yeah, it weighs more than I do. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. Like, But, I mean, okay, let's, that's a good point. But and this list is for one person. Like it couldn't necessarily be strung along to like say the like a group of three or four. Like this is the stuff you'd absolutely need to survive. Could you split it up and you know maybe throw it on a horse or something? Although that didn't end very well for <laughs> Grimey yeah, Grimes, did say, it? Really? I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> right, well, what could you take out of here that has taken up a lot of space? Like I guess ammo is the big one. Really? You don't want to take the rope with you? He says you need. A few hundred feet of rope. What do you need okay. rope for? Do you have you any know. idea how heavy that is? It depends what kind of rope you're looking at. If you're looking at like twine Shoe, for shoe hay bales, shoestring rope. <laughs> I, I just imagine <laughs> like the giant thick tug of war rope, and like that is heavy <laughs> stuff. Super heavy. Well, I like a couple of these things on the list. Mm-hmm. Some things you seem to look you look over your local map. That'd be really good to have because, you know, after a while, your phone's not going to be working. Well, that's true because everyone's just like, I have Google Maps. I don't need a paper map. Yeah. You need so a paper map. Find, you should keep a local map around, you know, mm-hmm. something with, you know, good landscape terrain on it as well. A compass, which would really help in those times where, you know, all technology kind of goes goes to hell. The one I always seem to, I'm not sure about, the self-powered radio, the hand cranky one. Yeah, I love those things. You still get those? Well, <laughs> yeah, you sure. Uh, the dollar store sells them because they're like little camping novelties, especially if your parents are like, okay, kids, leave your DS and iPad at home. No entertainment besides whatever you can grab. And it's like, okay, well, I have this flashlight. And then you, there's just a little radio on it. They don't know that you're going to be listening to like the game later on the radio because yeah. it's a flashlight, Dad. Come on. Um, no, I think uh, I think those are that's a really it's a, good it's thing a pretty good one keeping the radios open. And the hand crank ones are pretty good. Well, if we well, learn anything from zombie movies and apocalypse movies, radio is the only technology that survives. I mean, absolutely, Fallout Three 
if they taught if follow three taught us anything it was that radio survives yeah lou this guy also mentions an eight by ten tarp do you think that's too heavy to carry around i don't think it's too heavy i think it makes too much noise it does make a lot of noise but it's also depending on what it's made out of if it's made out of tarp material (laughs) i don't know what it is that plastic polyester stuff it yeah it's like a I, i have a wallet made of this stuff and it makes a lot of noise does it fold out to be an 8x10 tarp, your wallet? Because no. that would work great. No, but it floats. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another thing on there, too, um, it makes a good tent, and he's kind of got a point. Sometimes you're in a, in a kind of a predicament. The weather's terrible. Having a tarp on you, you make a quick tent. That could be the difference between life and death, you know? Yeah, but they also make tents that aren't that big. Literally, True. you could. If you, you could, could get your hand on an actual tent, I guess that would be cool. I, I was at a Cabela's a couple months ago before Christmas. Uh, my father-in-law took me there, and I was looking at their tents just out of curiosity. I thought it might come up in topic on the show, and they made them, and they were you could get it a full-size tent that could sleep two people, and it would fit in like a backpack. So. Yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, yeah, you're right. You could probably just grab one of those small tents. One thing I that I never... Be, go ahead. I was going to say, I bet it makes a lot less noise than the tarp, too. Probably, mm-hmm. if you had it all bundled in there, right? The one thing that I didn't really never ever really thought about would be the 12 thick garbage bags. I don't know if you need <laughs> 12 exactly, like this list has, but, like, no more, no less. But... It's a good idea, you know, pack a few garbage bags with you, those, you know, nice thick ones. You can either make a poncho, put everything in it if you have to cross a river, you know, keep stuff safe and waterproof it. It's kind of a good thought, yeah. I think. That's not a bad idea. Doesn't take up a lot of room, not too heavy. I have used them, improvised to use them to walk home in the rain before. They are pretty waterproof. Yeah, th- he's also, I mean, he gets into really, in this list, it gets pretty specific. <laughs> it is uh, very specific. Like, some of these are, are, are you know, no-brainers, like first aid kit. Yeah. Uh, deck of cards, uh, two two pocket knives. Why do you need two? Come on, man. I, I guess if one breaks. Uh, yeah, definitely. Then, uh, multi-tool, that's a pretty good one. Uh, like, water and food are pretty pretty standard, but... The tent, like the tarp one, is interesting. I I agree with Lou. I would rather get one of those just pop up tents. Maybe this list was made, like, well, then again, a pop up tent might break, you know, eventually. Yeah, so would the tarp though. Still re- you could probably still reuse parts of the material. True. Just because a piece broke doesn't mean you can't use. Absolutely. But a tarp is heavy enough to kind of support like throwing it over a limb and you're good to go but then again you're right it is pretty noisy the wind hits that thing and they're going to hear it from miles away yeah well not I miles mean, but <laughs> feet they're going to hear it from feet away yeah well either way if there's zombies close by you do not want to hide in a tarp tent I also I do like this infographic of um this next one almost looks like it's straight out of a magazine article like things to buy you know yeah and- Men's Health Magazine or something. I believe we we got this from SkyMall. Yeah, SkyMall. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, This one really got me thinking, too. Uh, The hydration backpack, that's pretty good. I mean, if you're. But then where do you store all your stuff? This is a neat list, but I would like to note it is from a company that sells outdoor equipment. 
Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so they wouldn't include things that they don't sell on their list. Pretty much. Mm. There's some other stuff that they have on here. They also have the hand crank radio. I like the idea of a signal mirror. When you really think about it, you can almost you you could talk a lot with through signal mirrors. You know, if your group gets separated or whatnot. Like if you're trying to blind a helicopter. Yeah, if you're going to blind a helicopter, <laughs> use a signal mirror. So I okay. Wait, what's moleskin? Is that is that what you're talking about, Lou? It's, it's bandage. Like, oh, yeah. so it's like for blisters and stuff. Yes. I wonder if moleskin is like their. Is that a brand or is that a thing? It's a thing. I had to look it up because I knew what they were talking about. I just never had heard of it referred to as moleskin. Me either. And then but you that's, got the that's for uh, blisters to your feet. Yeah, you got you got a flashlight for blinding zombies. Is that ever been that's, a thing? No. You need a flashlight. Don't get me wrong. You oh need yeah, a for sure. But shine but, light in zombies' eyes to disorient them and run. <laughs> I also here again we have the rope. Um, utility cord and they make a good uh, a good point of uh, making little uh, trip wires but I think what the... you're you're neglecting to mention Bob is that they are tied to beer cans <laughs> which are. I remember you you making fun of me when I said beer bottles and I believe beer bottles and beer cans are very close so anyway <laughs> they so you attach them and you kind of make your own little trip wire alarm system so that if anything mm-hmm. comes rolling through your camp you hear it before they get there the, but then um, every other zombie hears as well. What if it's just one zombie coming through? True. But that one zombie, if you don't hear him coming, could be the death of you. Oh, I, uh, I think I would, bring, I would bring some utility cord with me. Maybe not a few hundred feet. Maybe just a nice bundle of cord, <laughs> you know? They, they make a nice bracelet that you can unravel, and it's about 100 feet of utility cord, and go. it looks like a bracelet. Uh I, that sounds pretty useful to me. I'd, I could take that. I would take that in a heartbeat. You know, I'll, what do you think about the um, the frying pan? Really, I'm a big fan That's of a the very giant. good idea. Yeah, you think so? But wait, wait. Just as long as you don't hit the zombies with the cooking end. If you hit well, the I was zombies, about that. <laughs> I, I I don't think you take it as a weapon. I think you take it as a tool. I don't think this guy's all, but right. I, but I, <laughs> <laughs> this is how you cook eggs. <laughs> but I disagree with their suggestion because they say take a cast iron skillet. I don't know if you guys have ever lifted cast iron. Oh, it's heavy. It's heavy. I really wouldn't want to carry that on my back all day. Yeah, but they they say it's cooking tool and a blunt instrument. So, I mean, and this is where it gets into the nitty-gritty. Like, do you really risk your cooking tool as nope. a weapon? No. I would not. I wouldn't eat off of it if it's got zombie brains all over not it. Not even if I washed it. I just couldn't. I don't want to take that chance. Yeah, you never you don't know. know. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you don't even know no. what universe you're in when you, the zombies hit. It'll take weeks yeah. to figure it out. All the rules. Exactly. And stuff. You don't want to be hitting zombies and cooking eggs. Yeah, Why it could be. Uh, it could be 28 days later. Universe. You get a drop of that blood in your eyeball and you're done. You're. You you chase after your daughter. Yeah, spoilers. Spoilers. The that fat old <laughs> British guy. He got pretty bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. This this list is is more visual. But one thing we haven't mentioned yet: a couple things, and that's clothing. Mm. You know, they got a couple on here that are very important, like an insulated vest. It's gonna get Absolute cold out there. Yeah, yeah. And if Canada's taught us anything, flannel. Flannel. <laughs> you know, plaid never hurt. Uh, Al Borland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Al Borland, the first true zombie <laughs> survivalist. But good no, uh, Good Shoes is another good one. Yes, That's bomb. a huge one a lot of people kind of neglect is like, and I know last week we had a question about it, which would Lou prefer to take first, but a good pair of hiking or trail shoes is not a bad idea to pick up. And Yeah, unless you are an avid hiker, you probably don't own good shoes for the zombie apocalypse. Right. Like your running shoes are designed to fall apart after a year and a half of use. Like that's how they get you to go. I mean, I'm, this is going to sound pretty uh, conspiracy here, but uh, it's just like batteries, man. Those things die so quick to get you out there to buy more. <laughs> but a good pair of trail shoes, at least they'll last you a little bit longer. Yeah, and um, they also talk about uh, two things here that I was going to bring up. Energy foods. I would pack up a ton of those, like, power bars or cliff bars, whatever you want to grab, whatever you're fancy. Yeah, because they those don't things, go bad. No, those things could save your life, you know, and they're easy to eat, you know, easy to share if, you wanna, if you're that way. But uh, the other one, too, um, stormproof matches. Oh, yeah. I also – I've seen waterproof notepad paper and pens and stuff. That's That's a pretty good idea to take with you. Um, the survival knife, which I think is better than a couple pocket knives. I would, I'd rather have a multi-tool and a giant survival knife like that Bear Grylls when they sell. That's got like the flint on it, the whistle, the the knife. It's got that everything. You ever see that thing? I don't know if I'd ever that. want a whistle on a knife. Like I don't want to put my lips anywhere close to the knife it's on a, part. No, it's, it's on the cord. No, <laughs> oh, okay. I no, thought it was like not. the hilt. You turn around and you whistle, and then you if accidentally you, stab yourself in the chest. If you hold the blade at a forty-eight degree angle, of blow. No, <laughs> blow um, just over the top of the blade, and you will hear a loud duck sound. Uh, the playing cards too. Playing cards or a book or something. I never really thought of this, but it's probably a good idea to pick up a packet or a pack of cards. You know, whether you're playing by yourself or. Hey, you solitaire up- never gets old. If yeah. our work computers have taught us anything, solitaire never gets old. Yeah, Minesweeper. You can't do that. You don't no. want to do that in real life anyway. You could design um, your own Minesweeper. Might I suggest Yes. Mm. finding a book on other versions of solitaire, and then you will have an <laughs> infinite amount of games to play Wait. for eternity. So That's I think Lou just described his Desert Island book and his Desert Island <laughs> game a deck of cards and how to play solitaire for dummies. <laughs> I think that's what he just said. It's really not a bad idea. It's though, not a bad it, idea. It keeps, you, it keeps your brain focused and occupied so you're not just getting depressed and thinking about the zombies that are all around you eventually going to eat you and kill you. Yeah. You can play solitaire instead. Now, okay, the one thing on both these lists, and I think Bob had uh, alluded to it early on and – the one thing on both these lists that just stands out as dumb and and actually pretty dangerous is the earplugs. I don't know if I agree with it. Like I get it because you, even when you're firing a weapon, they can be kind of loud, and you know you can get yourself in a pretty ratty situation. But I feel you're like right. with earplugs, I'd be missing something. <laughs> like, right? If if there's zombies in the near and they're all moaning and it's bothering you. I don't think it's a safe idea to put earplugs in because then you're not going to hear anything coming up, man. At, but, you know what I mean? Exactly. But as soon as I said it, I, I thought, well, what if you're in a group environment and you know somebody's on watch and you know nothing's going to stop, like, get at you and earplugs might be the only way for you to get a decent night's sleep? Like, if you know you're protected, what do you think? Not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. I don't trust the people I'm with. Yeah. What if it's us? <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> If Ryan's on watch, I'm putting those earplugs in his ears. Hey, I'll throw a beer bottle at you. There's only one person you can trust in a situation like that. 
Number one, you. My dog. Oh, <laughs> myself. Yeah, man's best friend. Well, I mean, the, the list makes sense. Get a backpack, fill it with the essentials. Don't make it too heavy. You know, the last thing you want to do is try and carry around too much gear. One thing you could do, too, if you want to prep, you know, they got those vests that you can train with at the gym or, you know, you can pick them up at the, the store and not buy them. Just try them on. Just tell the guy it's cool. You're preparing for the zombie body. Those weighted <laughs> vests. You know, you ever see those? You put weights in them. Oh, you mean like the thing you get at the dentist when they take your x-rays? Kind of. You could also <laughs> take that, but it would probably be a little harder to get out of the dentist office that's, with that that's thing. That's full of lead. I don't know if I would do that. <laughs> that's not going to hurt you. It's just really heavy. Maybe it would be bulletproof. Um, uh, I, I, I'd like <laughs> to hear you say that lead's not dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Well, just don't no, no. eat it. <laughs> don't even look at it. It's still well, dangerous? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's a good point too. Like, you you want to make sure you're able to carry all the stuff you're going to be able to carry comfortably. So, what you should really do is, even if you have a backpack, try and fill it up with a bunch of gear and see how it feels when you're w- walking around. And then you can kind of gauge by what you can do. And then you could be like, "Man, Bob, you are so out of shape that you really need to start working out and going back to the gym before you survive this zombie apocalypse." Because you're carrying a sleeping bag and you're out of breath going up 13 stairs. Exactly. That didn't happen. Mm. That didn't. That didn't happen. What didn't happen? Nothing. Oh, exactly. So, <laughs> so I think we. I think we kind of got our idea of what we want to bring with us on survival. Earplugs, a hydration backpack. Well, anything you can buy from this catalog. I think really yes. <laughs> the the main takeaway, like you said, Bob, was don't make it too heavy. This is a wish list of everything they want to bring, with with ignoring the fact that. Um, even though we hate the system in Skyrim and Fallout 3, which is the uh, encumbrance system, that mm-hmm. does exist in the real world. If you try to carry too much stuff, you are, are going to be weighed down. And what's the number one rule in the zombie world? And that's cardio. You need to be able to run away. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be kind of hard to run away when you're dragging your tickle trunk behind you. I mean, come on. Your what? Tickle trunk. You and your names. Everybody <laughs> got that except for the Americans listening because if you're Canadian and you watch Mr. Dress Up, you know what the hell a tickle trunk is. Come well, on. You should just I don't even know it. what Mr. Dress Up is, man. Oh, you're my God. another language to me. Canada, email us. Tell them how much they've missed out as a child. Sesame Street, screw that shit. It's Mr. Dress Up all the way. Mr. Dress Up could beat hey. up that hey. Roger guy, the neighbor keep your, person. Keep your- Keep your tickle trunks to the north, all right? We don't need them here. All right. Just you know what you. we do need here, though? I got to tell you, we all need it. You what? need it. I need it. Lou needs it. Lou especially need- needs it. Lou especially needs it. What are we it's talking the, about? <laughs> it's the Zombies Ain't My Podcast t-shirt from Slash Loot, of course. Oh. Available in three different colors, white, black, or ash. Ash is also known as gray, a light gray. Um, available in all sizes, adult, <laughs> child, Ooh. ladies. Men, toddlers, youth, large, extra large, triple XL, small, extra small. Pretty much if you are a human being, you could order one that will fit you. Let's just say it that way. It's nineteen It's got some amazing logo artwork on it. And go support the show and purchase your own Zombies A My Podcast t-shirt. And you can find that at SlashLoot.com. That's SlashLoot.com. Yeah. And... Before we get into the wrap-up of the show, we have a little bit of feedback to go over. We oh, do. boy. Ryan, kick us off. All with right. 
We need Busy a zombie lord. I know. I need to make a song for that. I was just gonna say we need a slick bumper for "Ask the Busy Zombie Lord" because this is a thing, whether we want it to be or not. The listeners have spoken. A pointy <sighs> stick and stab its head off. Hi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want that clip to die. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get Lou, a clip of Lou saying that? It was a show. You should clip that out. I want that clip to die, and you play it always <laughs> after. Bye. <laughs> Anyways, ask the busy lawnmower. I um. What? What? Ask the busy lawnmower. <laughs> Sorry. This is an audio podcast. You need to enunciate. Ask the busy zombie lord. I sent out an email to all the people that listen, and by email I mean social media post to send in their submissions. First one is: Would you buy me some more yarn? Love your wife. Go, Lou. What do you think? <laughs> What? I, I, I knew that this was coming. I put two and two together because I told my wife, oh, by the way, I don't think I told you. I'm recording tonight. She went, oh, I know. And then you <laughs> said like five minutes later, you went, oh, we got to ask the busy zombie lord. And I went, I put the... two and two together. I think I know where this is coming from. What, what and yes, I would, buy, I would buy you yarn. Yarn is useful in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, oh right. yeah, because okay. it's like her deck Matt, of cards. My cow, you owe me that much. <laughs> <laughs> Said what? A cow? Uh, my wife is making a a a a, a cowl like a. It's oh, like a cow. So not a cow. It's not like a, a reverse cow, bib. A cow. I was and go with she needs. Turtles. She actually needs yarn to finish it up. So hmm. she's sitting here next to me while I'm recording. <laughs> well, okay. Now let's let's turn I've this on. I've added my work in progress. let's turn this into an apocalypse question like it's the apocalypse it's It's your wife's anniversary (laughs) what do you trade for the yarn like you need the yarn it's your anniversary just kidding (laughs) (laughs) no because then you wouldn't need the yarn i'd give up a pair of gloves gloves. a pair of socks she could use the yarn to make me more (laughs) oh that's very practical what about food do you give up food for yarn <laughs> All right, we'll move on. We'll stop bugging Lou's wife. Right. Um, next question. This is the real one, I guess. Don't tell your wife I said that. She sounds angry. Uh, hi, guys. While I haven't been with you guys since the beginning, I have listened to all the backlog of episodes. I was oh, curious. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you, you should have just stopped should've, around. Should have done that. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> Don't go past yeah. ten. You can't go back now, buddy. Yeah, it's that's true. Way. Hopefully still listening. Anyways, I was curious. What caliber bullet do you each think would be best for dispatching a zombie? Keep up the good work, Logan. Logan? Logan is his name. He's uh, the uh, Wolverine. Oh. Also Canadian. Hmm. He just doesn't know anything about bullets then. Um, I would say, you know what? In a zombie apocalypse, the... The cheapest, most effective round you could probably get, which is plenty of it, would be probably a little twenty-two mm. ammo. And I don't think there's anything really wrong with that if it's in a lot of handguns, rifles, stuff like that. So it's kind of universal almost to a point. I was uh, going to say a nine millimeter. Nine millimeter is good. It's a little bit heavier, but it's uh, a little bit heavier and it's bigger. It's got more <laughs> stopping power, but it's not, and it's easier to find than a forty-five. Yeah. True, and a nine millimeter also will if you're getting those tough situations. I don't know how hard it is to get through a skull and a brain if it's all soggy like a zombie's. I That's, would imagine yeah. they'd be soggy. 
So like a 9mm might be a good one. Those are also pretty common and pretty popular around here. So any local gun shop that you don't go and raid right away, don't forget. But eventually, 9mm or 22 is what I would say. Ryan? You have no idea what we're talking about. No. See, well, okay. I, I You're will. like flamethrower. <laughs> Beer bottles. Talk to me <laughs> a month ago, and I wouldn't have been able to answer this question. As you all know, I am Canadian, and guns are not really part of our culture in a large way, unless you're a gun nut um, or a hunter. But for me, I've been playing a lot of State of Decay, and it it clearly makes yeah. you pay attention to ammo types and uh 9mm 22mm blah 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 all that fun stuff um i agree in, in the practical sense that it's whatever's most available and you really aren't going to need a specific caliber for a zombie because if their head is bare and you're trying to hit them in the head it's going to be pretty easy to get that kill shot because they're rotting and whatnot however if you were in a, say you're stuck in a police state where a majority of the people on the street are dressed in full SWAT armor or in army clothes or with helmets on, like you might need some special caliber bullets to puncture through that armor. Yeah. Um, again, pretty far-fetched. I highly doubt that would happen. But you might want to keep some special rounds just in case you run into a zombie that may be wearing a little extra coverage. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'd say you want something popular, easy to get access to, and something that's in a lot of different firearms. So it's a good choice. And yes, State of Decay does make you pay attention because I picked, um, started playing that. Whew, game's amazing. It's addicting. I, I was <clears> surprised. I mean, it's it's rough around the edges in the terms of the graphics and the animations, but and that, that usually bothers me. But this one, not so much. It's really just. I'm so far, it. though, I gotta say, favorite thing to do: get in a car and run over a zombie horde. And that's essential. Yeah, and because at first they're like, "You've alerted the zombie horde," and I'm like, <laughs> "No problem." Unless your car lights on. Okay, wait. I have this question to ask. Since we're all playing it and lose lose the expert at this game, he's already beaten it. Now, when your car is on fire, when does it explode? A few minutes after it's on fire. But I have cars literally scattered across the map that are on fire, and they won't they blow up. Or, are they on fire, or are they smoking? No, they're on fire. There is fire coming out of the engine. Okay. Uh, usually after something is on fire, if you hit one more zombie or hit one more thing with it, they usually blow up. Do you die? Yes. Okay. Or you take severe amounts of damage. I... Okay, then I was right to get out and run away then. But seriously, every corner I turn, there is a burning car. <laughs> it's the worst. So, no, those are great. You know what you do with those? What's that? Is you wait till a zombie horde is chasing you and you're on foot. Get them as close to the car as you can. Put one or two rounds in the car and it blows up and kills a bunch of them. I have literally shot three or four bullets at a car that's on fire and it did not explode. Do what, I you like have a death wish? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I wanted to clear up the streets, you know. I'm trying to <laughs> Also try throwing a Molotov cocktail at it. Ah. Uh, see, I save my Molotovs for um infestations. Personal use. Yeah. <laughs> Personal <laughs> use. Ew. I also I just you know, I want to say one thing before we get into the um the the outro of this show, not mm-hmm. to derail us or rail us back from getting derailed. Derailed. Um, it's derailed. been a pretty but, um, full show. It has. I just want to say... Um, Incoming bad zombie joke. Oh. <clears throat> that Ooh. wasn't me. I wish it was, because I would talk all day. Um, I have a, 
some jokes here from the from a listener. Mm. Am I supposed to read what she wrote? Because I don't know if I if I can. It hurts my feelings. What? It's in the a, notes. A listener, a listener named Jess wrote in partly because I think Bob needs help with the jokes. <clears throat> partly because some of his jokes haven't been that bad. Here are mine. Hope you enjoy. I really love the show. So I'm going to tell you one right now. Ooh. Lou Page. What do zombies use to keep their hair in place? I have no idea. Scare spray. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Jessica, for the joke. Jess, Jessica, it's all the same, right? I hope it's Jessica because I just said Jessica. Is is there another long form of Jess? Jess, is it Jess Sanders? I don't know. Jess Sanders, Jesse. Anyway, I don't (laughs) use short Jesse to Jess. (laughs) Well, why don't you go ahead and tell people named Jesse, Jess, and Jessica where to find us when we're not doing this? I would be happy to. Uh, fine listeners, you can go to our website at zombiesatemypodcast.com where you're going to find a whole whack of information from us, including our email, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Find out where to follow us on Twitter at Zombies Podcast. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash zombiesatemypodcast. If you're still using Google+, which I'm sure everybody is, plus one us there. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, I swear. At some point in 2014, we will have some new content up. I we promise. might even have some content soon. Ooh, I love that. I love it. Um, also, new this week that I will I will plug. Um, Zombies Ate My Podcast is now a featured show. And by featured, I mean we're on their network uh, on Love Leads Radio, which is a, uh, a, UK, a UK radio station online that features another great podcast, you may have heard of called Coverville. Coverville, not Coverbill. That'd be different. Um, what's that? What's that now? Is that distracting you? No, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'll anyway. I'm just giving you a little background music. Okay, I'll finish up. Uh, that's my. That's like the Oscars. They're playing me off. Um, yeah. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find myself at R Murphy. Lou is at Busy Zombie Lord, and Bob is at Bobbert F. And finally, our artwork iTunes website header is done by Joel Duggan, and you can find more of his artwork at joelduggan.com. Joelduggan.com. I love that guy. He's a good guy. You should also check out his podcast, The Citadel Cafe, where I believe Lou is almost a a rotating guest host. Bob, you you haven't been on there yet. I have been for a while. You what? He's been on there for a while. Sorry, I interrupted him, and I just did it again. I was wondering what you were saying, Ryan. I said, Bob, you need to get on that show. I don't like Joel that much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, uh, if there's any, if there's, a, I think, I think Joel's the reason that we all started hanging out because we were all listening to the Citadel Cafe, sort of separately. Listen, I don't have time to talk about where we all met. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reminiscing, and we've been recording for an hour. <laughs> so I do want to say this too, guys. Um, Hopefully next week we're going to be working on a fun little project for the next episode. It won't be like your normal episodes. Uh, we will be involving one or two guests at this point that we know of. Ooh. And we are going to be playing a zombie-style D&D campaign um, hosted by your one and only busy zombie lord himself, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be available. I think we're going to do it as an audio podcast form and maybe even on the YouTube channels if we can. We only have but, one. Uh, <clears throat> just the one. Yeah, one channel. <laughs> But uh, the YouTubes, 
if you would. <laughs> How's that? So if you guys are interested in that, just you know, let us know. Email us. Hit us up on the social media. Uh, we're going to be doing an online campaign. Maybe even if things go well, we could try doing it again in the future or doing it live, see how you guys feel about it. But that's all coming up next week. For this week, thanks you. Thanks you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks you. Thanks Is it you late all. everywhere right now? Because I think we're all starting to get a little loopy. Just gonna cut it. Just gonna. Just gonna cut. Just gonna. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. (laughs) Thanks you. You know what? You know what? Incoming bad zombie joke. I'm gonna gonna read the other one here from Jessica. Jess. I think it is Jessica. I was gonna look that up. Thank you. I thought the email said Jessica. That's where I was reading it from. Oh no, it doesn't. (laughs) Oh, it's from Jessica, but she says Jess. I hope you prefer. I don't know. <clears throat> You're her mother. Jessica, write some <laughs> bad zombie jokes. Lou Page. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How do, how do zombies study for tests? <laughs> they eat a lot of brain food. Oh, man. Did you get another <laughs> email, too? No. <laughs> I guess. eating brain food. <laughs> what is that, uh, like, bran with extra eyes? I don't know. <clears throat> me, 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 me. La, 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 la. This is the musical episode, right? <laughs> no? Not the no. musical? All right. You're lucky I got No, not yet. Oh. Too early. Too early. Tell it to hurry up. I could just fast forward. Just don't skip the drums. Uh, where is it? I haven't listened to this song in forever, so you brought it up now it's done. Here it is, here it is. Oh, yeah. Everyone's probably listening to this episode going, what? I don't get yeah, it. You need to go back to like episode 20. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do <laughs> it, though. telling the listeners it's not worth it. 